0: right, check one, check two, this is it, welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour, with your host, me, Rob Cantrell, coming back again, with another one, an episode another one just like my man dj cali god did (laughs) uh dj cali did it again uh but so are we with the cannabis coffee hour this is 187 uh i believe it's a 187 on an undercover which i never really liked i know i am pro police i've always been pro police except when they were arresting me for weed uh besides the weed thing I like cops I like I like people doing the right thing I like people safe um, but I do understand that power can get corrupted and not everybody's nice so with that all said welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour uh, I'm pro police uh, I'm pro weed I'm pro being nice I'm pro good vibes I'm pro Snoop Dogg uh, 187 I was just thinking that is probably the best snoop dogg is called deep cover snoop dogg appeared on deep cover that was the first time i saw him and deep cover was this one song that dr dre did between nwa and the chronic album for a movie that had uh and i saw the movie at the movie theater it was called deep cover and it was kind of like a gritty like um cop um I think Michael Mann directed that film. And Michael Mann uh, did all of Miami Vice. He was a hot director of the 80s, but he had a really art deco-y kind of style. And I believe he directed a deep cover, and he might have did the video. But that was the first time you saw Snoop Dogg, and he was just this skinny dude. And I knew dudes that looked like Snoop Dogg, white dudes. I knew some white Snoop, Snoop, and I knew some black Snoop Dogg. You just know the cool, sly dude in the back that's not causing any drama the weed head it's usually the weed head um but sometimes those guys are causing drama too but you could just i don't know there's something about snoop's flavor uh like if you just had a group of friends uh there was always kind of a snoop character around um it was just cool laid back funny but not a pussy and can rap um well i don't know about rap but maybe you could do something else Yeah, deep cover. That's an amazing verse. One, two, three, and two. The fall. Snoop Doggy Dogs at the door. Okay, what's up? I know I usually can, you know, it's early in the morning right now. Um, And uh, my hip hop uh, vernacular history, yeah, that's right in, in the pocket. I mean, I watched. I probably requested deep cover on the video jukebox. <laughs> I probably spent $2.35 of my mom's money on a pay phone on an old school rotary phone. That's what they would they would play videos in DC on this thing called the video jukebox, but you could request videos and they would show quick clips. But all the most grimiest shit, like, but they would show like go-go, weird shit from the South dc was just set up geographically it is really set up for a lot of different influences new york has the most influences but the biggest influence on new york is new york whereas dc's got i don't know it's got its own little thing but the people are cool and straight up um and people read books um and the Washington Post is a good paper. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I just, I, I guess I, that's just because I grew up there and that's how it, it all feels familiar. But I haven't been there in so long. I've been in Brooklyn for like 15, 16, 17 years. I don't know. 2005, I posted up here. The last two years of the pandemic has been funky. I mean, I've been right into it. Um, yeah, I haven't caught COVID yet. I dodged it hardcore doing this acting stuff. Um, you know, and I haven't been doing stand up hard hardcore, but I did go out uh, and I did a, I had a fun set on Sunday after coming back. Thanks for tuning in. After coming I had a great vacation, a great fucking my hide spot is Fire Island. That place is chill. The thing about yeah, and it's you it's you know, it's got this history of this gay uh, place or I hope I'm saying everything right. I'm sure I'm not, but I'm not sure I'm not. But it, it, historically, it's a very gay-friendly and gay artistic uh, kind of like a art vibe. Is like I don't, I hate to blast it out on this podcast because it's kind of a hidden gem, and I will always say that having being near the gay culture is actually good. The neighborhoods are good. The food is good. Uh, there's usually a tolerance of cannabis that's why I think it's cool, um, that's why I, <laughs> I, I hate you know, I'm not even wor- using words like ally and stuff like that, but, um, I like gay people, I like, I like all people, um, it's all about coming together, but there has been tension, man, you know, I, I have been sucked into all this drama with the, with, uh, I don't even want to bring up the dude's name, um, the former president and all that, and, you know, you get sucked into it and we have to pay attention. And I guess the next one, you know, things are swinging so drastically that I worry about cannabis. Not that that's the only thing that to worry about. But, uh, but also on the flip side, it's just all these stats that are coming out. The new stat that's blowing me away is that cannabis is more popular right now uh, than, than cigarettes, than tobacco. More young people are turning on to cannabis than they are tobacco. And that, I mean, tobacco has been fighting cannabis and, and alcohol has been fighting cannabis because at the end of the day, it's kind of a better setup. I mean, for whoever. Everybody's got their own thing. And I think some people are allergic to cannabis. I think some people shouldn't touch it at all. I think there's a certain age, but that's on me. And And one thing I want to try to, push away against is preaching or you know I really think the best way if you want to have results out there is just live the life live your life the way you want to live it and hopefully you know the younger cats or whoever's vibing um, pick up on on that I think there's kind of this psychological nudge thing going on like I think People need to like less call people out or, you know, super judge people because every time lately I've been like every time I get into super judge mode, um, you know, I could just flip the camera. You know, I just I have a brain that's I understand the paradox of a, a lot of it can't have hot without cold can't have cold without hot. You got to ride that middle, baby. Yeah, I've, I've been falling in love with the Sour OG. I just got this great uh, Sour, you know, I guess, yeah, it's it's Lemon Sour OG. Probably one of my favorite strains. Uh, I get the creative, little paranoia, because it's like, anytime you deal with sativa, you know, you kind of get in more of an upper, so there is is that little, like. Look over the shoulder now, and then, <laughs> but that usually happens when you get a, you know a little good buzz on, um, and it's better than falling asleep. Um, but at the same time, it's just a really good creative herb I've found. Hopefully, maybe I'll just start dulling out on this podcast. But uh, I just went on a tangent about deep cover. That's the th- sometimes I get in on this podcast. i was like, what the fuck am I going to talk about? I didn't line up a guest. I got guests lined up. I got some people, um, but you know, I'm still kind of in run and gun phase. I don't want to use the word gun, too much gun violence and shit, man. Um, keep it, keep it back. God damn, man. Um, just when I think about it, you know, they are guns are mach- I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess what I, I, what I'm struggling with is, is like, I am a, a pure hippie at heart and uh a pacifist or but I do have anger and angst and yeah I could take a swing at somebody <laughs> not now not old but I understand uh, you know I understand that sometimes you gotta fight for what you believe in and all that shit um but I just wish no nah, I don't have to wish there is i think I do think we're learning. I do think there's, there's evolvement happening, um, within society. Like it just, it's almost like it's inevitable. Like a lot of it's like letting go and just letting the growth happen without judgment and not seeing, and not like, I guess what you're, the thing I was trying to think about the other day or while I was meditating this morning i want to talk about meditating but i did but it was hard as shit i hadn't meditated like in a week and i wasn't high or anything and i did 20 minutes but i i stopped at 15 looked at the clock and sometimes i give up at 17 i'm like oh fuck it i just can't i got too much things you know the monkey mind and the shit starts to come up but um but today i fought it and i was like okay i'm just gonna do this three minutes i'm just gonna practice on my breath i'm gonna the focus the intention on my breath and i did that and did the 20 minutes but what i'm saying is there's just a lot of weird funky energy out there and i just love uh getting on to this podcast and you know just kind of seeing what happens music wise we talked about deep cover that is like one of the best snoop verses one of the best dre beats Uh, they're still in kind of an underdog phase and kind of mysterious at this time. So, you know, it's just a sick. The Snoop Dogg of today, I mean, that's just like, he's almost like Pepsi, you know? Uh, But in the best, coolest way, because he smokes weed all day, every day, and he's never, I think what his gig, his superpower is, is that he always stuck to being himself, whether it was good, bad, or indifferent. And people love that shit. Yeah, Lemon Sour OG, oh, uh, probably one of my favorite top ten strange. Cakewalk was awesome, but there's something, like, I always love a little bit of Sour Diesel, and then I love a little bit of Kush, so this is like, this is kind of a, this is a, well, like, if you, I, could, I could probably write a rap tune right now, or do an ill-ass drawing of a spaceship, or uh i've been practicing on that vacation i've been practicing bubble letters i was just doing the word hello and bubble letters and then coloring it with my sharpies i love it man i mean i i think maybe in another life i was a graffiti writer i i do love graffiti and i still am drawn to it and i never was that cat and especially now that you know with my body like uh, getting all those fumes all the toxic fumes that's the smell of it and the spray cans are just so fun but in terms of the toxicity it's just insane the one of my favorite graffiti writers died uh from the toxicity or maybe it was linked to it or i don't know but is the Wiz, rest in peace but uh he is is the whiz which i thought was the coolest name of all time um, is the wiz is in the movie, uh, style wars. If you want to, if you really want to get to the essence of New York hip hop, um, revisit style wars. I mean, the, I mean the real, like if, if you, I mean, I should do like a weekend of style wars, beat street. And then there was one wild style, like style Wars, Like, I don't know. Style wars, beat street stole elements of style wars and wild style did i think wild style may have been at the same time but they were all these early 80s uh documentaries on hip-hop that I, I still revisit and love and check out just because it's a part of like i don't know that that was probably like some people get into kiss um the first thing i got into was hip-hop and break dancing and you know, I, I had a whole 12 inch collection of all. I had a great, sick hip hop vinyl. Class. I still do have some of it. But uh, as I got older, I never had enough money for the full on system. You know, a, I had a decent system, like, but it was all built in. But you needed like a receiver and all that. Like, I never in the super speakers. In the full DJ setup, my friend Jeff had his full DJ setup, and I would go over there and scratch. He had the realistic um, mixer, and then two technique uh, turntables. And this was before Serato. This was, really was in the beginning. I mean, it was like the. I mean, everybody was doing it. it exploded in the early. And this, but this, this was eighty four, eighty six. I was doing this. Um, And it was, uh, yeah, the big homie, Richie Seacrest, this was in this little Buena Vista town, rest in peace, Richie Seacrest, he was a DJ for the high school dances, and he would have speakers in his Jeep, and he would set up, (laughs) he'd set up, and I would help DJ, it was a big deal for me, because I was like 12 or 13, he was like 16, 17, um, but that, that is some fucking, that shit's so old that I can't even remember if it was real, um, Life is moving so fast, as is for everyone, but I love it, you know, I really have, I mean, I love doing this podcast, I went out and did stand-up, like I said, in Bay Ridge, great room, shout out, uh, Bay Ridge, Queens, uh, which is kind of like this up-and-coming hipster neighborhood, it's on the, it's on the, um, I mean, it's always been there um but it's uh it's like on the cuffs of of queens and brooklyn and you could still get like a cheap apartment and and there's cheap pizza and some art stuff um but this was a venue downstairs it felt like a full on scene upstairs i don't know what was going on um a lot of tattoos a lot of uh good looking 20 something type cats um but there was a comedy show in the basement and I had been on, like I said, I was like a whole week of Fire Island chilling. I hadn't been on stage in a while. So I did my spot, and it went great. And I had all this new material and the, just the vibe, the vibe of the crowd. It just feels like feels like maybe COVID's dropping a little bit. I still rocked my mask, not on stage, but I am feeling like, but I don't know. New York's all over the map. Some people, Some people you see um, with masks on outside, some people inside, some people without, I don't know, everybody's just, like, giving everybody their room, but at the same time, less judgment, because everybody's dealing with different shit, everybody's body's, I don't know if you caught it, or you got some precondition, I think that's what's coming out of the pandemic funk, is a little bit of the, uh, um forgiveness vow um in order to just move forward um and uh as long as you're i mean these days like if you're healthy and you're alive and there's a way to make money you know you're good and there are jobs around and the cannabis industry is where i mean that's the thing. It's such a flood with this podcast. I know there's so many like half started podcasts. I know there's people listening to this podcast like, oh, that's a, that looks easy. I could do that. Well, you gotta do it every week. Do it on, and I'm doing it, um, and keep it organized and keep it categorized and uh, and keep it flowing. Keep it moving. Do it when you know you got a couple things in the going on, but you still gotta get it for the fans. Uh, I appreciate every. I do know there's core core fans. The, if you can, I, I'm promise I'm trying to tell program I, I'm not gonna even tell you. But we're on YouTube. And uh, I'm gonna be releasing a lot more of like the full live video through that YouTube. I did a couple today that were up on the patreon. As I move more into more of just doing the YouTube, I'm going to get the graphics slightly better. You know, each you know each time doing it, try to do it just a little bit better than I did the time before. And that's all you can do, um, is uh, trying to do, and that's what it is uh, with stand-up, like I had such a good time, shout out, great comedian, Micah Fox was there, uh, She is super funny. She's great on Twitter. She's got this cool edge. She's got a, she's got a, you know, and uh, and she's got a funny boyfriend. She's always got something. She's super interesting. I'm a big fan. But she was on the show. It was just a great show of some great comics that I haven't seen in a while, Um, and uh, and it felt good. I don't know. I I went into it like, oh, I could bomb the shit out of this thing, and then it ended up being great. I was like, oh, yeah, I could still do this shit, Um, which is always what I say when I do it. So it's fun. But I also am leaning in. I got to recut this music video. So, and I'm still looking at these beat machines that I want to buy to help this podcast as well as to uh, keep pursuing uh, some of my musical endeavors. Uh, The more, you know, I just, I do love being creative. And I do love working within that space. And I do think it's a part of my trick bag. (laughs) Do you know that saying? Get inside your bag. Like, whatever. Everybody has their bag of tricks. So, you, I mean, a couple of my bags of tricks is that I'm good at stand-up. If if the crowd doesn't know I'm showing up and I'm on point, um, I can rock it. I can give everybody a great show. Uh, Other thing, I can rap. And I could do a little bit of acting, it was what I've learned through the pandemic. Um, if I really focus and clean up my mind and clear it and uh organize my thoughts and get into a scene, I have a lot of fun with it. It does trip me out. I'm really excited. Uh, hopefully, I won't make the cutting room floor of Marvelous, uh, Maisel. But that was such a great, great week. I've been today, I missed it. I was like. Oh, man, remember when I had trailer and uh, I had uh, and, you know, it is working and you're standing around, but there is like a constant snack bar. You can always get a snack. That's what's scary, Uh, but also cool. But, you know, I always go for they always had uh, I could get like cashews. I can get pistachios. Uh, I can get like a iced coffee. I could get uh, hummus. A lot of healthy stuff. Uh, been I, I just finished a big jar of uh, olives the other day, with stuffed with. Um, with my big move is uh, garlic stuffed olives stuffed with garlic, and I just had a big jar of it. But that's uh, that's kind of where I'm trying to lean into. But like uh, again, I, I had a great hamburger last week. I have been doing red meat. Not a ton, but last week I did, like, I I don't know, I talked about it on the podcast, I just bought some really good chuck. I would say it may have been like over a year since I had a real hamburger, so it was kind of nerve wracking. I was like, oh man, I hope my heart forgets about, (laughs) you know, but uh, it it worked out all right because it was really good and then I cooked it really good and then I cooked it with a really onion, with a bunch of onions. I don't know. Somebody told me that Onions knock out a lot of the grease, especially raw onions. You know how strong uh, raw onions, like, when you cut them, like a fresh onion? Like, that thats the stuff will knock out a lot of toxicity with foods. Like, that's why onions are good in your salads and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. There's something really good about, not too much, but there's something, like, it just... almost like natural bleach you know it's gonna not many germs or virus or funk can get through a you know a nice clean fresh raw onion that's like ripe to the bone where it just cleans you out a little bit i like onions i like caramelized onions like grilled up and i also like onion rings um i know i'm not supposed to eat fried food as much anymore but I do like some onion rings. I think it's a good substitute for the fries. And that's probably not a great hypothesis. But onion rings with dipped in mustard, especially spice, uh, not too spicy. Maybe some, yeah, I don't know. Something about mustard and onion rings is banging. Mustard and ketchup and pickles, that's really, that's, shout out to Harlem Shake. That's Harlem Shake is an independent, like, new Shake Shack type of joint. I don't know if it's new or anything, but I've been eating there, like, not all the time. It's a little expensive, but not crazy. But they got a great Impossible Burger. It's sloppy as hell with all the pickles and fucking mustard and ketchup and all that bun and the grease. You you don't even know it's not meat. That's a good Impossible Burger um, at Harlem Shake. And you can get the jerk fried, Jamaican fries, Fries with the jerk salt. But the only thing about jerk, like it's a little too spicy. Like if you got too much jerk, it's almost unedible, man. You got to watch it. Um, you got to have good, healthy jerk. <laughs> Speaking of good uh, jerk, I had some. Uh, I bought two chicken patties, Jamaican chicken patties yesterday at the grocery store in New York, you know, because there is like a Jamaican influence, island influence. So at the grocery store, they do, you can get. In the frozen food section, they always have got patties. They got Jamaican patties. And then these things are the easiest thing. You just throw them in the oven for like 20 minutes. So I got, I try to get the vegetarian. The beef ones are good. But, you know, that's some mystery meat. You know, they're only four seventy five. I don't know who's making these things. But the chicken one had a bunch of like vegetable stuff in it. I read it. It wasn't too super processed. So I got some... Um, chicken patties last night and I just made a salad I was doing a solo dinner I just threw these joints in the oven wham bam 20 minutes they were smoking meaning good and then I had some leftover hot sauce from a burrito the other day and uh I just cranked that that soldier boy right out um and it worked great 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 dinner last night oh this is a great cup of coffee too. This is the tail end. I had a Chemex. I've been doing the Chemex. Uh, I've been getting really good at it. Actually, I have to say, I always thought the Chemex was kind of douchey. I thought it was weird. I was such a French press type of cat, um, uh, and you know. But it, as I've gotten, as I've used it more. I do understand like how to stir it just instinctually over the times I can get the coffee to taste better. I don't know. Even all this stuff with like cannabis and coffee. I never was a super, I wasn't a pothead in high school. I hung out with all the potheads. Um, They always had the best stories and music and shit. Uh, But, uh, but in college, you know, but over the years, you know, doing comedy, i just been smoking pot, packing one-hitter, smoking weed out of a apple on the road for years. Um, so I just know how to, how to do it. And, I, you know, I worked at High Times. I was at the Marijuana Logs. I'm not bragging. Every pothead you know brags about how much pot they smoke or don't smoke. I'm not proud of it. It's not an ego thing. But uh, for this podcast, I will say that, Grinding your cannabis makes a huge difference. Whether you're smoking bowls, whether you're smoking bongs, whether you're rolling joints. Having a good grinder or just having a simple grinder. I don't have even a great grinder. I have a grinder that I bought in Jamaica. It's wooden. It's made out of nails and a coconut. But it fits perfectly and it always gets a good grind. Um, so, yeah, even when I'm packing my one-hitter, just getting a couple good nugs and grinding it down. Just like coffee. You learn the same shit, man. And The thing about the chemex is like I've learned how to grind the beans, and then it's about the poor. And I guess what the when I when I, I gotta have this guy on. The best bag of coffee I had was that Tabor, and oh man, that shit was fire. Uh, Pipe and Tabor roasting. He doesn't even have a ha- he doesn't even have a store, I, but I looked at his. He has a great website, and there's like thirty pound bags. That shit is fucking some of the best. But what he was saying to me, I got to have this cat on the podcast. But he was what he was saying was like, oh, this is pure fudge. Like, you really want to get the coffee. When you make the Chemex, you could pour it down and pour it down and pour it down. And then you kind of scrape the sides. And if you're a pothead, you've been scraping bowls. For, it's the same thing as fucking scraping bowls for resin. It's, uh, I mean, so much of life, like the same basic qualities is in everything. But you're kind of getting the essence. The same thing if you're packing good bongs, packing good bowls. The Chemex is the same thing. If you're packing good coffee. Um, so I got the electric bean crusher. Oh, crunch that shit up. Put the one tablespoon over, pour it over. Um, yeah, so I just I, I have learned. And it's almost like this morning dance that comes naturally after a while. I think I got to get back to playing guitar, man. When I first started this podcast, and I was terrible at it, but I started getting better the more and when I was fucking with and fucking with him, fucking with it. And then it gets to this place where you just kind of like don't think about it. And you're almost not thinking about it. And it just kind of comes to you. Um, and that's what's happening with the Chemex, like making these individual cups. I've learned how to like make it like, how I want it, and, like, I don't know, there's something to it, you know, get you one, it's, uh, I know it's, they're probably the most simple design, you know, that's what I loved about the, uh, the French press was the simple design, but the Chemex is, like, the most simple design, it's, like, literally a coffee maker from an office, like, taken apart, and just, like, the last tube, and you just pour hot water over broken beans. But New York is just firing up legally wise, you know, you just see cannabis more and more in like that stat, in that stat that more people are smoking cannabis now than smoking cigarettes, which I always thought I never understood I mean I kind of get cigarettes, I do. They're good break, and they're kind of something to do. It's almost like a fidget spinner, you know? But I didn't get much out of it. Like, with cannabis, like, I don't know, my joints feel better. I think the CBD's good for my joints. Um, and uh, my mind, not all the times. I mean, it can mix it up sometimes. I think all of it is like clearing your mind and, and working with what you got to work with. Uh, but that, yeah, I'll go back to DJ Khali. So DJ Callie, uh released this song, um, God Did. And he had, he's been coining this phrase, like, they didn't believe us, God did. He talks about, like, going for your dream. and uh, But he has Jay-Z on this track. He's got Lil Wayne on this track. He's got, like, you know, all the best rappers – then he's got this sick R&B hook. Uh, and it's, you know, as hooky as a hook can get. Uh, and, you know, he's doing his DJ Kali over it. Another one. All that shit. You know, DJ Kali's kind of, like, moving into... Yeah, I think he was always in that space uh, of a Ric Flair, like, coining phrases. Just a great speaker. And he kind of gets it. I think he's i respect him i respect him when i when i well that's one song so hood it was like his big like hip-hop anthem and it's a great hip-hop anthem but that's not really the hip-hop like i jones for like a lot of that new shit like to tell you the truth like i love jay-z i love little Wayne, eminem but i didn't grow up on those those dudes are all my age Like, Eminem, like, I hated on Eminem. Eminem. I was already doing stand-up, and my first concert was Houdini. I saw Run DMC on their second album when I was, like, 12. I know I've said this story, and I don't mean to be braggadocious, but it's like, when you see, you know, Houdini do The Freaks come out at night with pure lasers, like, hip-hop, like, in its purest beginning form no commercial, just like young, ki- like the people that knew about it knew about it and knew that it was some special shit. And, um, you know, to see it from there and to see how big it's gotten now, it's like, you know, it's kind of weird. But, yeah, even seeing Kevin Hart just trips me out because I remember seeing Kevin Hart as like a dude trying to get into the comedy cellar. That's how long I've been doing it. <laughs> And then I go to the Chase Bank to get my money out, and he's on the Chase Bank. The dude is on my bank. <laughs> but banks are weird. Like, there's like Chase, Citibank, Bank of America. They're all moving around, all like, you know, uh, Wendy's and Burger King and McDonald's. Corporations, the naming, the movements, uh, the podcasts. Cannabis Coffee Hour podcast. So, yeah, this coffee that I'm having now is Columbia. It's La Columbia. And they they do do great beans. Actually, like I saw La Columbia Coffee. And they're from, they're really good beans. They have a shop in Soho. But they're in the grocery stores. And it it was uh, $13. And I knew they do good beans. This is like a $20 bag of coffee. And it was going for $13. So I knew to grab it. La Colombia. they do those drinks, I think I've sampled some of their drinks, there. Uh, I think I've sampled some of their La uh, Lacombe coffee, um, like, uh, what is it, cold brew stuff in cans, and it was decent, I'm not saying it's my jam, I'm not going for it. For cold brew in like the bottles, I don't mind chameleon, it's not the best, but try their Mexican coffee. They it's got this crazy cinnamon thing going on. Um, but it's a little bit sugary, and then the other guys, Intelligentsia, does a good cold brew in their like packaging. Uh and Stumptown, Stumptown in the bottle. If you could find that. Like, one bottle can be, like, a whole week. You can make that into a bunch of cold brews. Uh, but it's expensive. You know, that they know what's going on. But these are good beans. La Columbia, I think they're in, there's, like, Blank Street Coffee that's all over here in New York. Like, they're popping up at, like, Starbucks. And they're really simple, straight up, filtered, higher-end quality coffee. Um, served, you know, I think a lot of stuff with cannabis industry, a lot of it is your vibe and your packaging and what kind of clientele you're trying to fuck with. You know, even with this podcast, I didn't want to come out too grimy and negative. And the thing I'm realizing is, you know, this grimy and negative shit will go viral, but it's, listen to this word, sustainable. Is it sustainable? A lot of people are doing this Grab, quick grab, you know, be extreme, fucking lean right, lean left, fucking, is it sustainable? That's what you got to, I don't know who I'm trying to talk to (laughs) with that, Uh, but that's what I've been thinking about, sustainability, not even just with the environment, with just things I'm pursuing, setups I'm trying to set up in my life, does it last? Does it make sense? But then you then you kind of get into that controlling thing, like controlling the outcome. I'm trying not to focus on the outcome, and I'm trying to focus on the beginning. And the beginning is, you know, a little bit of coffee and weed. I want to pack this bowl again is what I'm talking about. And uh, I'm at the tail end of this coffee, but it's like the Chemex. This is like really good beans. And it's just like I almost got it to, like, its own little shot of espresso. Don't you love that when it's, like, just really good coffee the last couple sips? But you're not jonesing for it, but you just take a little hit like it's a joint here and there. Mm. But the taste, that's, that's when it tastes best. Almost to the point where it's chocolate. You're looking for fudge. Roasted fudge um, I'm really excited. I'm kind of got a game plan for this podcast, but I want to spring it on you guys and I don't want to leak it out. I don't want to talk about it. I want to be about it, but I love doing these, uh, solo ones because it kind of pushes me forward and makes me, you know, kind of expand who I am. Um, just sitting here talking uh about shit you know i meditated i stretched it was hard as hell man i went from a week of sloth you know when you're traveling sleeping in different places it's hard to keep the regimen going and i'm trying to just to be nicer to myself if i'm fall off or if i get too judgmental and then just be like ah whatever um you're super dope keep it moving <laughs> and that's that's what you got to keep telling yourself oh man whatever you're super dope just keep it moving because shit works out down the line um sorry as i pack this bowl i'm trying just not to be messy my new thing is that i think i think you need to do a paraphernalia you got to clean up all your weed shit once a week um because the shit gets messy ashtrays funky resin you know Paper clips, all that stuff. And I'm trying to keep it very simple. Um, that's the one thing about spliffs that I do love, like a good spliff. And that's what was so nice about Jamaica is that the thing about Jamaica is like, everybody's like, oh, the weed isn't as strong. No, the weed is all grown outside. This is all like real herb, herb grown on the island so and then you get different batches so i have gotten like crazy good all the weeds pretty good and then all get you like just as good good high as any most weed um not and it's a lot of it's like you know not sleepy it's not like that lose your mind kush funk but they are getting more and more dispensaries now so that whole scene over there is changing and i think Just all the breeding of cannabis has kind of moved the seeds around where the seeds in Jamaica, you know, have gotten stronger. Weedheads just travel with seeds around, man. This shit has been growing uh, since the beginning of time. Um, And I do think, you know, plastics, that's kind of, you know, hemp is more of it, you know. Hemp is kind of, I think, one of the keys to saving the planet in terms of an environmental aspect but i don't want to talk about saving the planet i don't think that's my job my job is just to smoke it and drink coffee and talk to you guys and uh do some comedy and do some music i'm saving up for this new beat machine i don't want to tell anybody what kind of beat machine but i'm excited about it but it's on it's so it's it's on back order you can't even find this thing man Um, But these apps, there's so much at our fingertips too. So I look at some of these, like this musical equipment, but everything's like electronic. If I just dig into it, but doing this podcast and writing scripts and fucking dicking off on the internet, like I find myself too much in front of the computer and I do have a problem with it. And I do have a problem with my phone. Like I get, it bums me out and I do love letting go of my phone and just blanking out for a while. Um and just not having it, not being having it around. And just going for walks and shit or just not looking at it for a long time. That shit's the bomb. Um there's plenty of time for that. Well it's like I think we we're all so new to it, like it hasn't evened out, you know? I think the same thing with pornography. Like it was so new no one had access to pornography like people did in the 80s and since centuries and centuries of time. Same now. Nobody's had you know in their pocket on their iPhone. I've talked about this on stage for years. So I think a lot of it's like coming back from everybody overdoing the same thing with drugs, same thing with cannabis. Cannabis has been held down so long that it just got so super strong. But in essence, it should be like grown like wheat. It should be just rolled with spliffs, outdoor grown, beautiful. You know, I think we should take a lesson from agriculture, fruit, all the GMOs, all the fucking like aggressive growing of fake, you know, stuff. Small batch, small batch. Grow from the earth. Seed farm-to-table type vibe with the cannabis. Um, I really think they, the people that are legalizing right now need to study um, Amsterdam because they've been doing it forever, and it kind of waffles here and there, and they've learned a lot of stuff um, because I do think having a communal place to have it, I think coffee shops are the best idea. The thing about Amsterdam, what I learned is that they used to have beer in the coffee shops, meaning the cannabis coffee shops, but the drunk and the high, like anybody that's been around the block knows that that can be a little too drunk and a little too high can go into a really weird, you know, down spin. Um, You know, they live in the same house. You know, most people that smoke pot drink most a lot of people that drink smoke pot. So, you know, everybody's got their own bag. But I do know on a long scale, if you're there to drink, drink, uh, you know, pot, pothead, you know, they want one or two beers, but that's it. So they separated it, which I think is the move. I do think that they need, if I was going to legalize in New York, you find a section of Manhattan or every town in like almost like the green light section. This is the green, you know, the red light district. This is the green light district. This is where people enjoy and smoke and consume cannabis um, and just, and that's the arts will, will come from that, you know, performance venues, vendors, uh, merch, all that stuff will come from that. But right now it's like so scattered. And I think a lot of people really don't understand the power. I mean, New York just doesn't, it's like, this is such a drink Coke, you know, time moving, fast paced type of environment that, uh, weed heads, it's hard to survive here as a weed head. Um, but you can make it work. And I do think it's a more healthier city living and it helps me. Um, but in essence, I mean, it's kind of like a Coke, stay up all night, making moves, partying, you know, all that shit. Like you can make it really shake down. Um, out here, because there's just so many parties and stuff like that. You could socialize if you had no social anxiety and coke confidence. But a little bit of herb and great art is here, and that makes for a great New York evening. I went out last night. I almost did a spot. I checked out a show. Uh, I am gonna do it soon, Young Ethels. Um, but I was there's something East Coast nights during the summer when you're walking i had my shorts on i hadn't been out of the house i was going to go check out a comedy show see if they put me up they said i could but the crowd wasn't that big... not that i was big timing but i just been doing it long enough that i was like oh, i might yell at somebody i not yell but you know it's just a i didn't want to i just had a great set didn't want to funk up the vibe of the room you know or, or you know there's already a couple comics waiting and i didn't want to be that dude um, they were nice enough to offer it um, but I am gonna go back to do it. I'm excited about that but I was just more or less talking about it was just a great night to be walking around in the East Coast at night there's something about the summer night because it's so hot and like ugh, but at night it kind of cools down but it's still hot so you still like have this like nighttime beach tropical feel going on like you know dc was always tropical during the summers it's so fucking hot and then the cities like the concrete just make it sweat and funky but that could be a great you know when the sun's down it kind of has i don't know it just has a cool uh, i feel young i feel alive i feel more in the moment like something really cool is about to pop off that summer nighttime east coast oh yeah i got a couple friends uh you were i'm not look i am not waiting on a lady i just waiting on a friend rolling stones waiting on a friend great new york uh summer city nighttime hang out vibe that's what i'm talking about uh and so i'll have a little bit of more verb i mean i'm not smoking i mean i'm smoking like this is my second one hitter uh but i saw dj cali on drinks champs and he's smoking he goes i don't really smoke weed like that but he he goes and this is a say he goes but you know what they say in jamaica one joint a day keeps the devil away (laughs) and i thought that was brilliant yeah because it's not like A lot of weed will wear you down, but just enough weed will keep you, like, in the sunshine a little bit. At least you could play it that way. So I got a show coming up. I got some stuff in October, just, like, little stuff. Bigger stuff is coming through, but, um, like I said, I have a couple projects that I'm trying to push through. So I'm just working out. If you see me in New York, uh, I do a lot of shows in Brooklyn. I'm doing a comedy club in Brooklyn, the Eastville Comedy Club, tonight. So I'm doing a set there tonight. So that should be fun. That's 20 minutes. Like old school comedy club type of setup. And that's always good for me to run stuff through. And Like the other place was just like, I don't know. I like independent video. Ind- I know like all oh, comedies whack and all that shit. Or whatever. However you play Sectioning the comedy world off, Um, I've just seen it and done it all. In terms of uh, just being around, like I've I've been, you know, I've been through all these scenes, so I don't really play any of them. I just do what I do at the time of hand. But I will say, like a good like bar room, you know, kind of hipster bullshit bar room type of comedy show is a lot of fun. By just getting loose and just doing some out there material. Um, I like doing that, but I also like doing standard comedy clubs. I do that too. So I'm trying to find, you know, a good place in the middle. So check it out at robcantrail.com. I have uh, show dates. I'll be posting up a lot more show dates up there. Uh, Just, uh, yeah, be nice. I don't know, dude. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. Uh, Coffee and herb all day. Coffee indeed. Coffee and weed. Yes, indeed. Alright, peace. That's it. That's it. We're going to finish it like that. I love you. I'm out.